0: Welcome to Art Everywhere. Tonight, my guest is Gabe Sanford. Hey, hey, hey. Gabe, what's up, dude? Nothing much. Let's pretend like we weren't talking for 20 minutes before we got rolling, bro. <laughs> it's always so weird, like, when we get into a conversation, and then it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, and then we got to, like, start it over for the podcast. Track,
1: I think, yeah.
0: No, no, no. No, I mean, yeah. We were just talking about how um you got a DJ friend. You, were, you traveled, how, 60 shows nationwide?
1: Well, it was over my friend Sugar he actually was the one that actually helped me get connected into actually doing shows and whenever you went on tour he would actually ask me to like find like two or three artists to do like the performing like kind of do live art and stuff like that and it seriously it was like You would do like three or four shows in like ten cities or whatever, like from Dallas to New York, Chicago, and um, that we just like that we just went to actually actually. That's why how I come have two Facebook pages because I was in Facebook jail so much trying to get (laughs) these folks to actually just respond to me. But, like, it's one of those things people see the friend request, the uh, live me and see the, it's like, oh, this guy wants me to actually uh, do a show. Let's talk more. Yeah. And just over the time, I actually, we had about like 20 artists in all these different towns that we were always doing art shows with. And so, yeah, that's actually, um, well, I want to say 2006 to 2010. So when I was doing that, and yeah, he's actually um down in LA again. He actually just moved out, and I actually am um, gonna kind of be hooking up with him. And he's he's making connections to like he it's like taking the um. Once dice and trying to promote artists and release now is kind of more of a what I want to do too. So
0: yeah, well you're you're doing it, man. I mean, we got in contact because you asked me like two years ago, like like a, like in the middle of the pandemic when they were talking about lifting everything. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, would you be interested in a show? And I was like, yeah. You're like, but it's not gonna be till like December of like a year and a half from now or whatever.
1: Yeah, and that actually it was um. And yeah, so like see, I was talking to um, Jason from Old Soul, the owner of Old Old Soul locations, and um, I, I was so excited. I was like, "Dude, he's given me three of the locations to do art shows at."
0: Yeah, yeah. There's the one right here mm-hmm. on Broadway, and then so, the one on Twenty First. That's the
1: Weatherstone, and then the Eighteenth. The, the alley.
0: Yeah, behind, uh, across from uh, St. John's on L Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so, like, I've always liked to plan ahead. And it was one of those things that gave me a chance to, like, okay, I hadn't been, um, actually, a year prior to the pandemic started, I actually took, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take 2019 off from um, kind of, planning shows and stuff like that, just not knowing 2020 was going to happen. Of course. I'm like, yeah, because I was like, dude, I was, I seriously spent a good, I want to say 15, 16 years of just doing small little shows, like putting these, curating different places all over the place. Like, and, um, I was like, you know what? I was just going to spend this time. And then 2020 is when I'm going to jump back in. We actually had January of 2020, we had a, a show. There's a group of us at, at Wall. Um, and we were like, those rumblings of COVID. And we we're like, oh gosh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then then all of a sudden I was like, yeah, of course. This was my, it's like, okay, I've got an extended vacation.
0: Yeah. What yeah. what did you how did you how did how did you covid? Like, you know, the cuz some people just stayed in their house and then some people would like go for walks, and some people would do, you know, cuz the roads were open. It was crazy. It was crazy, especially here in Sacramento. It, it was um I'm used to people like, you know, you're used to traffic, you're used to all that stuff, people walking down the street, and then all of a sudden there's one person walking down the street. Yeah.
1: I luckily I actually um my day job, as they say, I'm a caregiver. Oh. I work for people with a mental, uh, mentally and physically dis- um, dis- disabled.
0: Disabled, yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> and um, it just happened that I actually the person I was helping out actually had needed more extra hours. And it's just 2020 was I worked at, uh, closer to 120 hours a week. Wow. You know, and it was one of those things that I, the job I lived the, was really close to where I lived. The guy, I it so it's it one of those things that I was like, okay, you know what, um, I, I have to stay home anyways. Might as well hang out with the, the this guy that I enjoy hanging out with anyways. And I was like, okay, he, uh, but we just for that first year, I. Uh, was was, uh, yeah, like, I think they calculated it was like 120 hours a week. Dude. I was working, um, I think it's 18 hours a day. I had a six-hour break. Wow. And I was like, uh, but like I, I could technically sleep. Over, like I could, I, um, there's sleep hours, So I, It's not like I was, that's it.
0: Just constantly just the, yeah.
1: But it's like I, I was always on. I was always... On duty, on duty, right? You know, but he, um, I actually had my art walk with me, and he's like, I "Was like okay, like he's doing his thing, I'm doing my drawings, and like,
0: if he needs you, you're right there,
1: exactly, and like, that's cool, man." So it's like, like it got a lot of time to actually figure out what, I, um, creatively, I want to do, you know. And it's just, but it made me realize that how much of uh, importance it is for me to actually have my creative community there, you know, because that's one of the things that I realized I tend to go within and I tend to kind of like form the bubble. And I was like, and when self was starting to open up, I realized like, oh, the, the anxiety of actually just getting out I was like, oh, that's what that is yeah, yeah, yeah And I So that's why I was like Kind of really jumped back into Putting on these shows
0: Yeah, you know? I, I stopped by um Because I just started a new job And, you know, I got two kids oh, Under five yeah. So, you know, life is crazy But I stopped by the show with Shasta And uh Mr. Donut Man Yes chris um that was that was so cool man, and that, that's such a that's such a cool shop. I've always yes. enjoyed that coffee shop
1: uh side note, they actually are gonna be showing um I just talked to them. we had an artist um that couldn't make it, and I'm actually having them show at the alley. oh nice, so they actually stepped in and um there's gonna be three uh both of them and one other artist. Um, at the alley this coming second sal- sal- Saturday.
0: Second, oh, yeah. d- this second Saturday? Yes, yeah. Oh, dude, that's that's so rad, man.
1: So, but, um, dude, you know, I wish I could have made it out because actually I just, December was one of those months that I'm like, knocked me out for a while. I actually got COVID the day like, and uh, a family member passed away. Oh, I'm sorry, and, man. You know, my grandfather, actually, he was 99 years old, lived a full life. Yeah. So, it so, was so, like the day after I found out that he passed away, I came down with COVID. And I'm like, okay, yeah, was not my month. <laughs> like
0: January's right around the corner, January, I was like, start over, new yes. year, new me. It's
1: so, like, I got everything like I needed to do done. I was like, okay. So, let's – I was like – that was the first show that I haven't – that I actually scheduled, that I put together, that I hadn't made to, made it out to in, like, years. Wow. And I'm like, dude, it was – And it's the first
0: show I went to of yeah, yours.
1: <laughs> I was like, I saw that you made it out. I like, dude, no. I, want, I was <sighs> like, there's so many people I wanted to meet, and that's like the – but that's usually how – that's life, life, life. How yeah, it works life, out, right? you know. Yeah, but um, it was just one of those funny little things. I'm like, okay, like I just needed to like take a deep breath and it's like, okay, walk through the whole COVID thing, and which wasn't as bad as I thought it was, but still was kind of like, okay, it was a really rough flu.
0: Yeah, know? yeah.
1: So I didn't have a bad case of it. But it was still, I. It's it, not good. It's not. It's, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, I don't want to do have it again. Right, but 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 you made it. I made it, and it's like, okay, you know, my it was it was real nice. I, my walk got covered, and it was like everything was like, kind of like okay, like I I feel lucky because I actually have it. Will. My job actually covers. It has really good healthcare. Oh, nice! So it's just like okay. It really helps me to actually like. That's why I've stayed here for so long, because I was like okay, and I work nights like now from like, ten p.m. until, eight o'clock in the morning, and that frees me up to do the art stuff during the day, and I'm like, I really, I can't complain, you know.
0: Yeah, dude. So I, I want to talk to you about your art, dude. Okay. So where does your style come from? Because all these intricate, like geometric shapes, and then there's stuff hidden in them, like faces, like mouse ears, like yes. and it's like that. And he
1: has a name too. So
0: oh, what's his name?
1: That that's Jim Mouse. Jim Mouse. Yes. There's actually a real strange backstory behind them.
0: We got some time. Come so, on.
1: So, okay. I actually didn't mean to actually start drawing that. It was actually by accident. I actually was drawing it upside down. All these, those, like... The shape. The, the, the shape. Their, their shapes, yeah. So um, I had, was just drawing one day, like, this real intricate thing. And it was, I think, one of my sisters. I was like, why are you drawing all the mice? Mike, why are you talking about mice? I, I hate mice. I. That's the, the, just like... Yeah, yeah, and she's like, seriously like she just thought I was just being ridiculous and she turned it around. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> there's mouse, okay, just it was um inside. Um, I had, was using a stencil of it, it was an inside shape of a number number three. Ah, oh. so it was, it was one of those things that while I was using that like like repeatedly. It's like, Oh, that's a cool shape. But um, so I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and I just took that and I was like playing around with it. And over time, it's like, oh, people start asking about it. And this is back in MySpace days. like That long ago? Yes. Wow. And um, so I was actually posting it and I actually drew like the first like actual, I was calling the evil Mickey at first. <laughs> And um, there was a. I was uh, back then. I was, put I was always going by G. Period M. Period Sanford. And those uh, gentlemen would always message me like, "Hey Jim J I M, how's your mouse?" I'm like, first of all, my name is Gabe. <laughs> Second of all, why are you asking about my mouse? That's kind of strange." A little bit. Um, like, and you would. But he would always call us. Like, hey, Jim, how how's it going? It's like, why are you call me Jim? So, like, oh, that's uh, my my nickname. I gave you, I gave all my friends uh, nicknames and all this. I'm like, okay, I didn't know we were, <laughs> we were friends, friends but, were, but but cool. Uh, I was like, okay, but he was like, turned out that he was actually a part of this yoga retreat. I um this really thing down in Joshua Tree. Really bizarre.
0: Out in the desert.
1: Yeah. No, it's it gets stranger. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is strange, and they were actually um come to find out that they the big thing was the mouse was a kind of a holy being to them. Whoa. And I they was like, dude, your mouse is really kind of a spiritual being to us. Like we'd love for you to come on out and talk to us. Like we will buy, oh, and they're selling. But it's like we'll buy you a uh, greyhound ticket down here to.
0: Oh, they're gonna murder you, bro! Yeah,
1: no, no. This is this is like they're gonna murder you, bro! Yeah. Then I was like, oh, that's greyhound. Why I was like, yeah, why the greyhound? I was like, you gotta give me a, to come down there, first class airline ticket. But that, that's a little- uh, business class something, something, but greyhound. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is really bizarre. So I um the only things that I actually um so I searched this thing and the only thing that I could actually find out like find was this organization like this group was them being raided by the ATF.
0: Oh, so, that's a cult, bro. Oh yeah,
1: no, oh, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And when I say uh, my mouse has a cult following, <laughs> it literally, uh, there's some, <laughs> there's some cult down in Joshua Tree that is following my, this Jim Mouse. I was like, you know what? They named him. That's Jim Mouse. Yeah. That's your guy's it, mouse. And he has a cult following down in Joshua Tree. And <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. So I'm like, yep. I'm like, I can't make this stuff up. And I'm like, okay, that, that, that's his backstory. That's so cool. And I was like, it was one of those things. I'm like, I, uh, but it was, I actually had it. I had to block all these. Like there's actually four people that would message me daily to come down and talk to them. I'm like, yeah, like, Yeah,
0: no, thank you. Are thank they going to kill you and wear your skin, dude? Yeah.
1: So yeah. thank you for the offer. I like, but. No, thank you. (laughs) Thanks, but no thanks. (laughs) Yes, and so it was one of those things that, like, it was just a really bizarre uh, thing that had to happen. I was like, and um, but I was like, that's. I always thought it's like that was a really cool uh, story that I built up with. I'm like, it just all happened by accident. I don't.
0: I don't really know any. I don't think I've met anyone else who's had a cult, (laughs) like, obsess over them, dude. That's pretty wild man Dude, and i it's
1: i've had a lot of like really like kind
0: of oh uh, because your style look so i was going to tell you your your style is like it's like mesmerizing mm-hmm. because there's so much intricacy there's so many intricacies to yeah. it like there's all these these shapes that link up and make other shapes mm-hmm. and when you step back there's all these shapes and then you you color them differently mm-hmm. like where like where does that style come from where did you come up with it because it's it's very much yours. Yeah. There's
1: a lot of different things I've actually pulled from, you know, um, I was raised up, my dad was an architect. I was raised up on art history books and stuff like that. Again, like those, I, so I was really big into different, like, like different paint um, styles and movements, all over so I was like um the uh, Australian Aboriginal paintings yeah yeah um I was really big into that and I just love and then like one of my favorite artists is uh, Van Gogh and how he painted and like just the whole like the movement of the you know yeah yeah. and just the whole op art the optical art movement that is just like looks like it's like
0: the, those books that came out in the 90s yeah like yeah I remember those, yeah, yeah, those yeah, yeah
1: those boys we used
0: to smoke weed in class and like trip out on them because yes. they're so weird when you're like not high oh yeah and then when you're and when you're super high and you're like oh shit dude this is crazy and
1: that's the funny thing is actually I had several
0: teachers when I was I went to ALC American River College yeah
1: I actually had actually a couple of teachers pull me aside it's like hey <laughs> you you okay like are you okay with the like <laughs> Are you not like taking too many drugs? And I was like, dude, I'm dead sober. I'm like, <laughs> I, I was like, I thank you, but like, I am like, I'm good. It's like, okay, it just look, your artwork is one of those things that was like, look crazy. Look crazy. And that's yeah. to tell you, it's the funny thing is, I actually, one of I have, yeah, I've always, was drawn to that like psychedelic side of stuff,
0: you know. Yeah,
1: and then just the kind of the, the postal art, the psychedelic post art, and like all that stuff. I was like really, really drawn into. Um.
0: So, were you drawn into like psychedelics?
1: Well, that's the thing. Is like, like I was never actually. I never took uh, took part. But really did, yeah
0: and it's because because you're the the series that you did of hands mm-hmm. it looks like a dmt trip dude it yeah. really does like i looked at it and i go oh dude because it's like it's like fractal yeah and it it and they're so beautiful dude they're so like the hands touching each other the three hands mm. like the generation the three generation yes. hands oh dude it's so beautiful man and
1: actually it was kind of a cool yeah it's like one of those things that like all those happen by kind of no, like, like yeah, it just happened all sober-minded but it's like kind of one of those like my, that's my escape for, for me to tell you to tell you the truth when I'm doing my artwork it's very meditative for me and I'm it's one of those things that I do lose track of time and like I it helps me just to actually walk through anything that I'm going through in my life. And it's it's more of a so it's more of a kind of a s for me, my artwork is a release of my spiritual kind of thing, you know? So it's it's but yeah. That hands actually is a kind of a cool backstory behind it too. It was I Most of the hands are actually my version of a portrait. So like, I first started doing my own, like drawing chasing my own hands, because I actually, a friend challenged me to do a self-portrait, but I can't use my face. What do artists do? Um, Like if they can't use your face, how do artists create? the hands. So I was like, oh so I use my like I use my hands as a representation of me. But what's going along with that thinking, I was like, why don't I start chasing other people's hands and using that as a portrait of them? And like the when you were talking about the, the three generations that was like actually, I had a um, uh, uh, grandmother, mother, and daughter sitting with me. And which is another kind of um, cool little thing, which number three plays the part too, which is really kind of sweet. Wow, yeah. So yeah. I, I do a series of three on all the hand portraits, left, right, and then all together. So number three plays a big role. And everything that...
0: Well, the triangle's the, the strongest shape, right? Mm-hmm. And in, in history, like, you look back and it's, yeah. like, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's, you know, there's there's a lot of that throughout it, history.
1: And, like, it's with, uh, like, even with the architecture, I was like, yeah. you know, the, everything, there's all these things were all playing, like, playing together. So the more that, like, I actually think about it, the more I play around with it, well, like, it's like, okay, things start, like, I, after a while, I can't, like, I, I really don't know how I connected them, but somehow these, these little, uh, connections happen throughout my book, you know? And, um, but yeah, it's just like, in the circle, I like, like, try to make like a three, six, nine. Kind of rings to them. It doesn't always happen that way, but it's just three play. uh, So all these little things are playing around, and it's like okay. Like I feel more like the my favorite ones, and the more the ones I feel comfortable with, usually have a
0: bigger connection uh, of of that. And are you are you? ever aware that it's happening or you're just like on, you're just like in the zone going for it and letting I, it create itself I'm almost. just
1: letting stuff create itself um I don't I have a hard time planning stuff out
0: I don't that's that's so interesting yeah. because you love planning all this other stuff yeah, out but your right? art just you just say, let it be intuitive
1: yeah whatever it comes through like I actually have right now um about like um, nine ten drawings started um I go from piece to piece. I can't I if I come to a point where I'm like stuck at something, I will not actually force it. I will actually just set it aside, put it in my portfolio or wherever and I will always come back to it. Because when I'm working at something else, I am always looking or thinking about the next four or five different things. Like, oh, I like this couple of in here. That will be with this one over here, or these shapes, so I was like, these are cool, let's expand them with something else, you know? And it's just, it's all about, I have, and I always have to keep myself, like, I always have to have multiple projects going. Because if I don't have anything, when I actually have that, or like, little pile completed, they said, "It's more like I'm like okay. Now I'm feeling a little stuck. I don't know what to do next.
0: Right. So if you have something on the back burner already, you can just transition.
1: Exactly. And that's uh, those oh, are so cool, man. There's I actually I have a this big portfolio of stuff that I haven't touched in." over like a year like all this piece that i just completed it was like about like i started about eight or nine years ago and now it's just like i finally figured out i was going through it seeing what i have started it's like oh like it just it, it clicked when i just saw it it's like okay and now i know what to do with this piece and it was like um yeah. So it's just and that got me thinking about other kind of, kind of bigger projects. I was like, oh, I would love to do it with this. You know, so it really it triggers stuff.
0: It's like a chain reaction. Exactly,
1: and that's. Wow. So it's just I always tell people that like, even if you, I always. And that's, uh, like, always work on something. Even if you think it's trash, you could always paint over it, you know? That's true. And a lot of my stuff is, like, I actually did a couple drawings. I actually uh, closed it, like closed I drew everything out, cut it up. And then I used the, uh, these and closed them together. Wow. And so, so I- you
0: took your own art. Yeah. And you just, like, chopped it up. Mm-hmm. And he just like, collaged it. Like,
1: I like this piece over here. rest of it wasn't working. Like I um, actually have these uh, smaller um, I did a whole bunch of drawings and subscription cards for magazines.
0: No way. And um,
1: oh, I have a whole stack of like big of the and um, actually I have a little gift for you. No. No way. I, yeah. Actually um, talking about the gift. Yeah. I was like I was just Cause I, knew, I was heard you guys were always collecting small pieces, oh dude no and way there was these things I was like, you know what no way I was just like thought I would give that a thank you for having me on
0: oh thank you man these are beautiful dude but,
1: but yeah those were like I would take those and like i would I use them as a collage kind of thing or. Like I, uh, I also did the digital classes and stuff like that, you know, but yeah, those subscription cards from like different art magazines and like,
0: dude, I love this kind of stuff, man. Like I, I can't, uh, bro, this is, this is awesome, dude. Like I, I, I've been telling people lately, like I, I've, I've realized something about myself is like, I really enjoy intuitive art. Mm-hmm. 'Cause there's the art that you learn in art school, mm-hmm. right? They teach you about fucking plan air painting, they yeah. teach you about, you know, contrast and light and dark and color theory. Yeah. And they teach you about, you know, uh, impasto strokes. They teach you about all that shit. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that just clouds like your kid brain
1: mm-hmm. that
0: made you want to be an artist anyway. Yeah. You know, and when I see stuff like this, I think like, oh, this is this is you. Yeah. Like this is this is who like this this is who eight-year-old you wanted to be. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I see that in people's art, and when I can see that, and that's that's when it like really strikes me, dude. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's fucking cool. And
1: there's actually um, one of my old professors. Uh, basic school is there to teach you uh, the basic rules, and it's the students' uh, job to actually break them. Yes. And I totally uh, agree, and because it's one of those things like I know how to, because I went to school for graphic design, so I knew how like the, the basic layout, how to put together a piece, what's a good layout, what it's like, guys, that's like go, from the upper left to the lower right, It's usually how. Normal uh, layouts
0: yeah. go. Western art is yeah. So there's yeah. a lot,
1: lot of little things, but like if you could actually cheek that and like all like play around with that, so where, see what you could play around. Like some of the most interesting things tend to come out of that, and that's the whole thing. Is like is like if you and. and I, like, I took all the, like, I learned more in the the basic design classes than I did in actually how, learning how to do the, like, live drawing or anything like that, you know, I'm like, it's just, but yeah, like, I I totally, luckily I actually had a couple good teachers back in the day, they were like, like, go ahead. Just fuck around, fuck around. I, we, yeah. Like they, they don't like they are the ones that like to like, encourage me to like, hey, you know what, you need to go explore this idea, and because so, so, like, all these, you know, all my it started off as most of these were basically actually started from an assignment, like back, like I, because the kind of, like, the stone-looking things that are on, on all those cells and stuff like Yeah. Like, flow through. It started off as drawing, or there was one assignment that I actually had. It was, like, you have to draw drawing, but you have to only use curved lines. So, like, how would you draw something only using, like... like yeah. So I actually started, like, I started off drawing these things, like, round circle like kind of saves like a dark face but I was start breaking it down and breaking it down further and further to the point of I actually like had to, I did the same assignment like 13-14 times and the teacher said like oh you can do an assignment over for extra credit and like she actually after she had like after the that semester after I actually, she had me in a class. She actually limited it to actually only because <laughs> actually I could have actually stopped halfway through the class and still get an A. And like I like that's how much like like so it's just like these little exercise assignments got me it's like okay, what what can I do with this? What kind of what can I challenge with it? And um, a lot of times I'm like looking at other artworks like oh I could actually I like that that pattern right there or I like that little brush stroke right there or, and I'm like okay I'm trying, I want
0: to kind of make it your own
1: make my own like oh but I'm gonna like I like I want to like as they say like I want to but just make it like a break it down and see what you could do, what I could play with it, you know? Yeah. And so, but yeah, it's just, it's a lot of that stuff. And, and so it's like, um, but yeah, it's really kind of a fun little, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that.
0: No, dude. That's it's like it's the answer to one of the questions I was going to answer. Like, where does your art come from? Yeah, and it, and it, and it seems like you're just like playing with ideas. Yeah, and I think that's real art. Like when you're just playing with ideas, like it. It's one thing to draw something you see, and that's a challenge always, right? Yeah. But when you're when you're challenging ideas, I think mm. cool shit comes from that because you're finding. You're finding the answer to a question you didn't know to ask. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: And yes, and that's, um, and that's another thing. Is like, like I, some pieces I'm working on right now, I've actually been, they have been taking on more of a, the geometric kind of abstraction, because I've I've realized I've been watching a lot of documentaries uh, uh, like Roth- and different, like, Rothko, his field paintings.
0: Oh, I love Rothko, dude. Yeah.
1: Mark Rothko paintings. And he, honestly, to hear him talk about his uh, paintings, it's just, it's a lot more moving. Like, it's more moving to actually hear the artist talk about it. And, like, he just, he let the, like a tragic, tragic, and he wasn't so self-doubting. Is, But the his only thing that he knew, like, he truly understood it was just like, okay, my art, this is, has to be kind of like, like, has to be seen a certain way. It has to be felt, not actually, not just looked at, but it has to be.
0: Dude, kinda, in, So in college, I took an art appreciation class, um, and- I wrote like a three page paper on a Rothko painting and my, and the thing was like pick an artist's painting and, you know, break it down what it means to you, what the colors you know, just break it down, you know, like using, you know, these modes of critique. Yeah. And I, and I, I broke that thing. Fuck dude, it was like three pages long. Yeah. And I was like, I, 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 after I finished writing, I was like, dude, this is the most douchebag fucking paper I've ever <laughs> written in my life. And the the teacher wrote back like a you know how sometimes they just write in the margins. Yeah. Like this dude sent me uh a separate page telling me about like yeah. my uh my take on that painting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, that was so cool. I got an A on the paper. Nice. I got an A in the class. It was Yeah. It was fucking cool, dude. But I I I remember like thinking about that Rothko painting. I'm like, how does that even happen? Because it looks like it looks like they're like vibrating. Yeah, and to actually see his like his
1: walk st- from starting from the beginning, seeing it like slowly getting more abstract, more like he, he used to do figure paintings like these like kind of landscapes on the subway. But then the folks became more blocked off, more like just really shapes like and just to the point where it's like okay, it, it's just a thing you could see his thought process over to where it is today and that actually honestly is kind of what I really enjoy about art history is like you will see these like if you actually See them from the beginning to what they are known for. It's just a really kind of a mind-blowing kind of thing, you know? That, it's the same thing with um, my... I just enjoy reading about Jackson Pollock. It's just like he's so free and so... But to see his struggles of trying to figure out who he was and what, what he Yeah, was, he got
0: like a divorce. He was fucking... He actually a bad drinker or some shit. Oh, he,
1: he actually yes. I'm a bit like he actually um it was separated. She would never actually fully divorce them. Really? Yeah, Lee Krasnow was his wife, and he says the reason was like I'm not gonna sign the divorce papers, but I'm gonna move to Paris and do you whatever like it like. And but Lee Krasner is actually uh. If you look her up, she's an abstract artist herself and um I'm a, I'm a big artist to both and so it's like really kind of like there's so many different tragic tones and like really kind of unique way and like the whole drip painting that's not a new uh Jackson Pollock idea. Because um, if you follow back there's um the surrealist Used to do some drip paintings in their paintings, and but they went about it as more of a subconsonal, you know. Serial. They're just moving
0: so fast; they just yeah. let it be part of the painting. Yeah,
1: they just did it as more of a those more of a thought, not a feeling behind it, right. kind of thing. So it's just all these things like I have I have come across in these little really kind of unique stories. I'm a big story guy. I love finding... I think that's why I love putting on art shows is to get to know these artists to kind of like get talk to them about why they do what they do, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, well, that's one of the reasons why I was... uh, I was moved to have you on because that's what I do. Mm -hmm. Like I see an artist or I see somebody who's... um, promoting other artists, somebody who's trying to understand art. Yeah. You know, I see that and I want to I talk to those people. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm, I'm so happy you're on here. And and all this stuff, like, I, I wouldn't have known this by looking at your page. Yeah. And that's,
1: yeah, that I was so pleasing. And that's why, I, like, when I heard, I was going through all the things, I was, like, so happy to see some of you people I know that I've worked with, like Jill and Yoli. And I was like, oh, cool. I can actually... Yeah, yeah. But like, and some of the things that they were talking about, I was like, "Oh, I was there." I was, I, I, I thought, I was like, say, helping out at box Gallery. Like, I was, I, I was still when they were help doing that. You know, I was still when Yoli was came out and started doing this at the studio at Art House. You wow. know, I actually, um, I was getting in trouble because I was like, I was being one of those goofy kids uh, i we have a mutual friend um, lala ortiz and she was a part of she was um connected with joe and um a studio tin yeah and i would always whenever i was um out doing the second salary thing i lala uh, i i knew that lala would always have this um some of the alcohol stashed away. Oh, in the yeah. Back. And we were always kind of, like, "I, me and a couple of friends, it would sneak, it's Like, okay, I want a glass. It's like, I don't know. We, we want the good stuff. Come on, The man. good stuff. <laughs> and we were always, I, um, Jill would always make fun of me. Say, like, oh, I know you're coming to see so-and-so. I'm like, I love your work, too. I'm <laughs> like, i is like, it's a plus that I can see you stuff. it but it's, the, it's the, but yeah, we um, just, we, I actually have kind of a big, um, long history with them. They actually, um, the gentleman that I'm actually um, helping me put on the shows actually got me connected with them probably 18, 19 years ago.
0: Wow. That's yeah. when, that's when Sacramento wasn't doing much.
1: And that's What's the crazy thing is Like It was like why When the first rave Of the second Saturday Was getting like really Um There was sort of like The second Saturday Was just starting stuff Doing The thing And then I I've I've seen it Go Like building up to Like It's a party A party day Or second Saturday It's a party thing No Not But then all of a sudden Something happened Um There was a I think a shooting that happened. Wasn't it a stabbing or something? Yes. And actually, I was a block away
0: from where it was. Was uh, it outside the liquor store?
1: Yeah. And it was- it Yeah, wasn't, yeah. On, on K Street? hmm Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even during the second Saturday hours. It was around like 11 o'clock midnight. And-
0: And it just got tagged as a second Saturday. Yeah, it, was, it
1: happened just to be second Saturday midnight, the party crowd.
0: Yeah, they're coming out of the clubs. Uh,
1: and, uh, and all that stuff. And then- what they do, start regulating the art stuff. I'm like, no, that's not what caused it. It was at a party, like a known party spot. And it was like, so being an artist, I'm like, dude, no, that's not like, I know what happened. <laughs> I, I was still I was close to the, it was like, that's not exactly. I just really, it just
0: makes for a better story. When yeah. they when they tell it on the news, it's a better story.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's just connected all and I'm like it's it's kind of like it oaks me because I'm like, dude, we had something we had people coming out to see art stuff, you know. We had stuff um people were doing these art kind of taking over parking lots and doing like uh like art videos and stuff like that. Oh, dude, you know? that's, fucking, then,
0: that's fucking cool. Like, Sacramento really created its own scene. Yeah. Like, and, like out of nowhere, like, within, like, I, I got here in 2015, and there, there was stuff going on, of course, mm-hmm. but it seems like they just, I don't know, like, people just said, there's nothing going on. We're going to have something going on.
1: And that's the cool thing about Sacramento is they actually, there are more artists here, I think, like a and doing their things like, want, like a, they were more about community than anything else
0: for sure dude for and sure
1: that's what I like about it because I there are more folks wanting it's like okay what can, what can we do to help you you know there's like if it wasn't for community stuff like um, you know the art art hotel and art street would, wouldn't happen you know, the wide open walls wouldn't be if it wasn't for like a rich community of artists wanting to help each other kind of thing. And I, my whole thing is like, I've always loved seeing artists come together. And I, that's, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things that like that, it was really sad for me to see that they were like clamping down because they, or restricting, like, uh, if you had, like, a parking lot thing, you had to close down at 8 o'clock, and you got like, uh, like all this red tape. And it just discouraged all these folks from
0: doing what they were doing, you know? Yeah, because it's, like, you know, especially in the summer, it's still light out at 8 o'clock.
1: Yeah. And, like, there was some cool things. I, I saw a couple of um, really cool um, – those setups, like they actually had a couple of cool bands while people were out live painting. You know, I'm like, dude, this is cool. they like, having music and art and all these people coming together. And it's just it's a, for a fun, creative um, night. It's like, and the whole family is out there. You know, I saw kids from, like, toddler age to actually, like, to me, all playing around, watching art, listening to music, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I've i taken my kids a few times. Mm-hmm. You know, they're wild as shit, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I can't stay long, but I, I I want them to be exposed to that. I want them because, like, their little brains are taking it in. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and they're, like, they're going to see the world with, like, art as a base. Mm-hmm. Because at, at home, I have, like, a bunch of paintings. Like, these these are going to go on the wall. Yes.
1: I was, like, I was going through right. I, Yeah. I was yeah. going through those things. I was like, dude, you know what? I, just, I thought I was like, you know, a little thank you for... Oh,
0: bro. These are, these are cool, <laughs> dude. Because, like I said, like, you're... Uh, and there's the mouse guy. Yes. Fucking... Beacon out. Like, the cult people are going to come fucking dude. kick my door down for it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Jim mr jim mouse mr jim mouse but like like i said dude it's like it's like a subconscious thing dude yeah that's that's like come across and like this one especially it looks like like a mayan temple or something yeah you know it's it's so cool man i i love i love things that that when i see them i go oh like you didn't you didn't plan that you didn't like think about that because i you know i've we've all seen those artists who like meticulously plan everything oh, and yeah. everything has to be just right. And there's a, I, I mean, there's a, there's an art to that as well. Right. Yeah. There's, a, there's an art to the science, mm-hmm. but for me, I prefer like seeing somebody's feelings, somebody's moments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like somebody who's going from moment to moment, they're creating the piece in real time, almost yeah. like a 3d printer. Yeah. You know, like a 3d printer, you're just watching it build something. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's pre-programmed, yeah, it, it's like, but we're pre-programmed. We have these, we have all these thoughts and feelings in our head and we have these abilities that we have, whatever skill level we're at, at the moment, Yeah, like they're coming out. And when we yeah. just turn, when we just turn our brains to a different frequency, yeah. like they can come out, dude. They just, it mm-hmm. is pour out. So when I see stuff like that, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I just realized that that's what I like about like my favorite artists, yeah,
1: and my mine too. Because honestly, my biggest my favorite artists are the ones that could go just and just throw down wherever and whenever. I, I was just watching a documentary about Keith Haring, and it, oh wow, and his subway so uh, drawings.
0: Yeah, I see some. I see some Keith Haring in some of your stuff, man. And that's yeah, it's just like kind of that Kyoto kind of thing. But he was
1: talking about like. He, he would, coming home and to and from work, he would always, like, would stop at a couple stops and do, because there was a black space, he took some chalk and just drew right there. And it was like, okay, that's, that's just kind of a, after a while, he would do, like, 50 or 60 Johns in a week throughout the subway, and people were like, he's this kid, who's doing this? It's all over the place, you know? And I, I just I enjoy that. I enjoy not knowing will something's gonna pop up.
0: Dude, you know I, I saw this uh, this thing where Keith Herring, I forgot who it was, but Keith Herring gave somebody a gift, and he and he uh, he wrapped it like in regular paper, mm-hmm. but he drew on it to make it fancy because he was yeah. broke. Yeah. And the person had the foresight to take it apart gently, and he goes, "What are you doing?" Open the gift. And she goes, No, no, no. It's like one day this is gonna be worth a lot of money. Yeah. And he's like, What? He's like, just open it. And she's like, just right. and she opened it and she she has it like framed in her house. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, Oh, dude. Like to have to to have somebody have that kind of belief in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? To to see like who you are, like like what your your art means, like that's that must have been a crazy experience.
1: Yeah. Actually those are crazy stories. I just read about him. It was like actually they discovered a in this uh um, loft in New York, they were remodeling and they took down the whole this whole wall. And behind this wall was a Keith mule <laughs> that they didn't know about it. And it was a one like, of the like first Keith uh, Hill mules that they did or something it was like kind of in the they didn't know it was still for the last, like, like, was covered up, like, shortly after he did it. And that, so, so one of those things that I was, I was like, dude, how lucky is that?
0: You just have it in your apartment or whatever. Yeah, like,
1: oh, so, oh, Dawn, I have a Keith Haring meal. Like, <laughs> like,
0: I can't imagine, dude.
1: Yeah, that's like the, yeah, so, on the, like, like, but, and it was, looked like it was a kind of really just he was just having so much fun with it, you know.
0: Yeah, well that that character was just it. It, it is endless, mm-hmm. you know the the possibilities are endless. Like it's it's the human form, like yeah. in its most basic shapes.
1: Yeah, and that uh, it's, there's so much you could do, I don't know, could say with something such a simplistic kind of thing.
0: Yeah, with a couple of squiggle lines yeah. to to indicate movement like he yeah. was just so that that was another th- like he's he's like a modern master mm-hmm. because you know like how picasso was like um they said like how do i how do i learn to there's a, I, I read a story that somebody asked him like how do i learn to paint like the masters how do, how do i how do i learn and he goes first draw a straight line yeah. it's like master painting a straight line that's all then come see me and they're like what And he's like, master that, yeah. And they were like, like that. You didn't help me at all. And I'm like, like when I read that, I was like, that's that's everything. That's that's all you need to know.
1: It's one of those things that it's like, learning the rules. I can tell you the next step to break them.
0: Yeah, or 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 you figure it out yourself. Like that's that's the real thing. Like that's like when he said. he, he learned to paint like the masters at a young age, yeah, Oh yeah! but it took him the rest of his life to paint like a child. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's really what it is. Like we, we always think, especially starting out, like when you're like, before you show people your art, you know, yeah. when you, you know, when you're like, I'm drawing a little bit, but I don't want anyone to see this. Cause I think it kind of sucks. Yeah. Like that, that's scary, dude. Yeah. But when you were a kid, you didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. You were you were dying to show your mom or dad or, or somebody, teacher, teacher, look what I drew. Yeah. Right? And then at some point, you started, like, criticizing what you do. Yeah. So
1: thinking too much. Yeah. Start overthinking it. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: When when it should just be, like, uh, just part of the journey.
1: hmm And, yeah. And that's the the whole – that's why I think I like – learning more about the artists themselves it's the journey is what like a great you could paint a flower but how why like what's the story behind it why does it make you why did how did you come to this point it's more of a like if I if i could actually read more of a there's something, like, like, I could see a kind of progress in your work. Or if I could see something, like, okay, I I could see that he, what this person's thinking through the work is, I I think that's more for, for fulfilling than anything else, you know? And, um, yeah, there's, so,
0: yeah. Oh bro. Yeah. <laughs> that that's I think that's why I started this podcast was to one to understand the artists that I that I come across. Because you know, I, I see my friends at art shows and we talk for a few minutes and like I, I always enjoy talking to them. It's fucking awesome. I always gain some kind of insight about their art or or whatever it is, and and just like being around creative people who, who you know we all support each other.
1: Yeah,
0: I fucking love it. But I also I'm like trying to understand myself. Yeah. In a way, and when I can, when I can see myself in other people, or or I I ask questions that I have of people, and then they give me their answer. Mm-hmm. You know, it it helps me unlock like, who who I am as an artist. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, there's other people who are hearing these stories and go, oh, shit. Yeah, no, I get that. I totally get that.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of one of those things I also really want, like, to the artists that are just starting out, to realize, like, we all started from that point. We all had that, self that you know like being, yeah i feel like,
0: like do i belong here you know like, what i mean like, like do i belong here in this like, fucking gallery bro
1: i was gonna say like yeah like, uh, like i when i first started like going to second saturday and doing like going to shows i was so timid and i was so like oh god, like these artists you know like they, they have this old group they have this like got all these clicks around like this like good group of people I'm like I would never be able to fit in but I just thought I just had this urge to go start talking to them and realizing that they are actually just like you like just like like oh just down to earth folks trying to figure out why they do what they do kind yeah of why they
0: feel compelled yeah to to do this shit because most artists I know it's it's a passion project. i are yeah. not making a fucking ton of money off of this. Yeah. You know, most artists I know are probably losing money on materials. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, but they're gaining from for myself anyway, like when I when I work on a painting, like I gain like a clarity. You know, when I yeah. when my wife leaves and I got the music on and I'm painting and she, she leaves to, you know, she, she takes the boys out and goes somewhere and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden they're back and I'm like, Oh, you guys are back. And I got shit everywhere. I'm like, uh, and then she's like, I look up and it's been five hours, four hours. I'm like, Oh shit. Six hours. Like what the fuck? And it's just, there's, there's something that I get out of that, that I don't get from anything else, dude. Yeah, There's something that, and then, and then the art that I create in that, in that time Mm -hmm. is, it's like a, it's like a time capsule. Yeah. You know, it's like who I am in that moment. And and I love I love seeing that in other people as well. Yeah. Like they're, like they're time capsules. Like I, I look at somebody's art and I'm like, oh, that's who you were. Yeah. You know, especially when, like you said, when you see artists evolve. And mm-hmm. like when you've known them a while and you look at some of their older stuff and then you look at what they're doing now. Yeah. It's like, dude, I knew you when you were doing that.
1: Yeah. And there's so few artists that I actually... Um, been around for long enough to actually I've seen them grow and I've seen them kind of the, the progression of like they just started out and um, well, and where they are now I'm like okay and I just love the kind of how they are putting themselves into the works now you know
0: yeah there's the journey that you get to watch right yeah. you're the you're like the observer.
1: And it's just, it's just kind of a real kind of unique kind of thing. And I'm like, I'm, I'm so like one of the artists I actually that I've paid attention to the longest and actually helped out one of these first couple of shows was, was those um, JT. He's a young, um, really um, kind of an abstract artist. I forget the last name, but he just... His oil stuff, really rough, but I could... But to his stuff to now, now, it's just like, it's... I'm like, oh my gosh, it's becoming more clean and more kind of forceful. And he actually has a really kind of... A, I really love seeing his story that he's portraying through his work. And I just is like I, I'm and I was I'm kind of like really honored to actually play a part in like hey he always Vincent's like dude he got my on for show I'm like dude I loved your work I I wanted to like support you like I just want like to encourage you to do what you what we do you know and like just recently he actually did a uh, um a few years back, he did this huge meal for the wide open malls, and like, I'm like, when I first met you, that was something that you would we just talked about. It's like, oh, one day I would love to do this, I love to do that. I'm like, but now it's like, okay, you did this, now you actually are. It's just to actually help along somebody in the stories like means more like a lot to me you know and it's really kind of encouraging you know
0: yeah i like i just have people on the show right yeah i just have people on we do this right and like sometimes people are like oh my god dude thank you so much like i like thank you like this is this is so awesome and i'm like dude we're just like we're just yeah. talk. We could have this conversation anywhere. Yeah. We just happen to be recording this one.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I realize, like, because I'm so close to this, I just know that, like, I do this, and then you know, whatever, whatever happens, happens. But takes th- it like when this- somebody takes time to validate you yeah. as an artist, you know what I mean to to yeah. say, like, hey, you belong here. Like you belong with these other people that have been on this show on this on this podcast you know what i mean yeah like you you belong here or you belong in this gallery with all these other artists Mm -hmm. like i i sometimes i forget that people in myself included like we need that from time to time yeah to say like hey do you belong here like you're one of these you're one of us like come on like that's yeah and and you're doing that for people that's what that's what i wanted to say that you're you're doing that for people and it's it's um, really cool
1: I actually had a few artists that helped me when I first started. I was like, oh, talk to this person if you want to show. Go, go, go here. And uh, like, there's a gentleman uh, I've known, one of the first artists I talked to, Mark Fox. He is like um, a self taught artist. And he actually um, helped me with one of my first shows, you know? And it was like, um, and he, he was always one of the persons like, oh, yeah. Let me introduce you to a couple of people. Let me like, like he, it didn't he didn't have to do it, but he was like, oh, he just thought I was like, hey, dude, that's go. And We actually built a great, really cool fence up after like over the years, but the first show I remember, he we um, had over at uh, the brick house, and there was over eighty artists at uh, this like from ground uh, to ceiling it was just jam-packed with art and it was like all these artists that I was actually seeing I'm like, oh, and he's like oh yeah he I had like three or four pieces there. Like you that just blew me away and I was like okay like from that then on I was like okay the, if I had the opportunity to actually include artists in something I, I'm going have to find a way to do it because it's, I found enjoyment in taking part in stuff like this, you know, I may as well pass that, pass that along kind of thing.
0: Yeah. That's how I feel, man. I, I feel like I got my break when I heard a series of yeses, right. When I could have, and when one no would have fucking derailed everything, but there was a series of yeses that people yeah. said, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah come on. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like th- there was just a series. And then it just led to this other, like th- it opened this other door in my life. Yeah. And, you know, thankfully I've been put in a position where I can potentially do that for other people. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we put on art shows and we'll probably do some more this summer. You know, not that Mario's not busy enough already. <laughs> but Mara's always down to put on a show. And you know, and and it's one of those things where when we do put on art shows, we we look for people who were who won fit the vibe. Like yeah. you gotta be you gotta be cool, dude. You yeah. gotta be fucking you you can't be like one of those people who's trying to just claw their way to the top. Yeah. You know, you gotta just be in it for the experience and it always comes across when when it's yeah. when it's natural, you know. And then, you know, of course the art has to be the the art has to speak for itself.
1: Yeah, and with these podcasts, I always like enjoy them because it's kind of a slice in time. Well, like it, like two or three years from now, the stories progress. i um, people are looking back at it. It's like, oh, that was my mindset back then. Or like, oh, I forgot that. I, like that you like, said that said or that-, that I was I was thinking about this. You know, like. Funny how, you
0: know... Like you're talking about something back then, and then it's happening now. Yeah. Four years later, two years later, whatever it is.
1: And it's it's one of those things that stuff like this, I... Because I was really nervous. I am not a big... I don't normally like to talk about the art stuff. I like to actually have... Be in the background. You know? Right. I'm the guy that's always in, like... Behind the scenes, helping the artists along, or doing like getting the show up and putting, I never like to be
0: center stage. Center stage. Yeah.
1: Because it, I, it's just, I feel awkward in that kind of thing. So I was, I think that's why I was like, kind of like, nervous today. I was like, okay, got here really early.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, it, drove, I drove up and I saw you on the balcony. I'm like, oh, I'm late. I was, I was five minutes early, but I was like, oh, I'm late.
1: To tell you the truth, I
0: actually
1: got here 45 minutes early. <laughs> I was like, I, I yeah. I was like, But I was like, walked, and I was even earlier than this. I was like, actually, downstairs. I said, I'm, I'm not going to go up there. He's probably not even here. So I walked <laughs> over to the, uh, the coffee shop, sat down, had my hot chocolate. You know, I was like, okay. I, I have like a half an hour to waste. Like, I, I could sneak. I could sneak up there 50 minutes only to see if there's anybody here, you know? And, uh, but yeah, it was just one of those things. Um, anything like this, I'm always, I know for, but it's, I was always, always know this, but when I'm doing it, it's, I'm, it's all good, and I'll probably not gonna remember a single thing I said. I never do, and I'm like, yeah. I never do, bro. Um, and the funny thing is, I hate listening to myself. Oh, same, so, uh, so I'm not probably not gonna listen. Like, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, <laughs> bro. but but like, I've got to actually tell my uh family and friends, like, okay, listen to this. What did I say? Did I like <laughs> was I clear? Was I like did I ramble too much?
0: Oh, uh, do we all ramble? We all ramble. I ramble, dude. I listen. I I don't listen to every podcast that that I that I do. Yeah, I can't get through all of them, mm-hmm. right? Because I'll sometimes I'll just ramble too long at the beginning, and I'll be like, oh, I can't finish it, and I just yeah. I just can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I would listen to my early ones all the way through, and I realized how bad I was at this. I was like, oh, because I just like cut people off and then start telling my story yeah. after a question. And and now I've kind of just I've kind of learned to the dance, you know? Yeah. The dance of the conversation. I'm I'm just now starting to learn 50 yeah. podcasts in. I'm starting to learn like how how it moves and yeah. how to like get you to open up. Yeah. And maybe, you know, throw in my two cents here and there, but really try to get um and you you were great, dude. You've been you've been awesome. But, yeah, just imagine a couple more thousand of these and I like, do. I do, bro. I think about, I think about you know, in 10, 15 years from now, when I look back at these early podcasts, mm-hmm. like what I'm going to think. Like, oh, dude, like, yeah. you know, who knows what the future is going to bring. But I, I know that um, I want to keep doing this. Yeah, I want to keep promoting other artists. I want to keep talking to people who are trying to push the, you know, the arts, dude, because it... They, they, they're going to make people's lives richer yeah you know
1: and um, that's one of the things I wanted the reason that I was like okay cool I really wanted to actually come and sit down with you so I was like I I saw what you were doing if there's anything uh I, I'll put this out there like if there's anything I need you want need help with let me know we could Honestly, because this, this stuff like this is we need to do. Like the like Sacramento, especially needs to because there's so much artists. There's so many artists out there that need to tell the stories. that need to tell the world they're coming from, and it's just like we are all, all like it, it's more important than I think. Even I realize, you know, because, like, I was just thinking, like, I wish I could actually go go back when I first started and introduce myself. Where I, where I was, like, what was I thinking, you know? Even like talking to my like close friends, and we were like, "Dude, I wish we could have just." Recorded Recorded. what you were 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 thinking, what you were talking about. Yeah, because there's so many cool stories that we've been talking about over the past several, like a decade and a half. Oh, wow. How long I've been doing this. I've actually, I'm like, (laughs) when I think about it, I'm like, I really date myself a lot. I'm like.
0: Bro, it's just you're, you're. uh, you're steadfast, man. Well, well, listen. Uh, I know you got you got work, so it's oh, it's just about that time. Okay. That but really, but listen, before we go, man, look at God forbid, God forbid, you get on that fucking Greyhound. <laughs> God forbid you get on that Greyhound, and you're like, all right, bye, Sacramento. I'll see you soon, and we never hear from you again, bro.
1: I was gonna say you need to. I have yeah. I was gonna say like we. I would love to actually have several stories like that. You think that's like just one I have.
0: I have. Oh, bro. <laughs> we'll, we'll have you back on, bro. Yeah, like, I love actually, o- Look at the doors always open, man. I was going to say. And okay. if you got, uh, here's the other thing. If you have something coming up mm-hmm. that you want to promote, and you want to come back on, even if you have like another artist that you want to yes. come on with or or whatever, dude, let me know, man. DM me. And that, yes. that goes for anybody who's listening. If you, if you have a show coming up If you have something like that This That's what this platform is for That's what That's what we do You know Here with the We are Sacramento fam That's we're all about community We're all about Building yeah. each other up bro So
1: So I was just In that case Okay, those actually The two shows so I will actually Have this coming up Um The four to six Of the alley And then the six to eight at the Weatherstone There's gonna be Five new artists Going up Um
0: and then I'm showing when.
1: I, that's why I, I need to actually. Continue. I'm re-rating all the artists. Okay. So
0: so let me let me yeah. know. Well, so you, we have. I got your number. You got my number. You yes. can you can text. It's easiest if you text me because okay. sometimes I'm at work and I I like I don't even look at my phone. Okay. So, so if I okay. got a missed call, I'd be like, huh? Okay. But shoot me a text and be like, hey, uh, whatever, and then I'll get back to you. Definitely. But um, okay. So dude, so I ask everybody this, you know. You get on that bus, dude. Mm-hmm. We don't hear from you again because you just got abducted <laughs> by a cult, I guess, or whatever. Or you're just living as their deity. Yes. And all we have left is what you left behind, dude. What What's your legacy? What do you hope is your legacy?
1: I just hope that people look back and it's like, okay. Oh, that community. Like, I, I'm just... My whole thing is about community. I just want my... Like, it's like, okay, he was all about bringing people together and that's why I, I just hope I'll like making the connections of just okay Gabe was about that he was about that sacramental culture you know and he I, I want that to be kind of my lasting kind of thing it's like oh you he, he was supporting he he was doing his own own stuff but he he was also that support where he was leading from behind, you know, kind of thing, you know, and that's kind of why I want to actually, I, I always want to actually want people to look back and say, okay, yeah, he, that he was, he was about that.
0: About that Sacramento life.
1: <laughs> and it's funny. I always come back. It's like, it, like, I've gone away for a couple of years and Sacramento always
0: draws me back. because. You got work to do, brother. Uh, work to do here. Yes, exactly. Right. Well, thank you, brother. I, I really appreciate it. And um, you know, uh, where can people find you? Um,
1: on Instagram is gabe uh, Gabriel. Dot on the Instagram. Or Facebook is the Gabriel M Sanford Project.
0: Very nice. So, all right, brother. Well, thank you so much, man. And. Uh, we'll get together and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll exchange ideas soon And we'll, we'll figure it out But as always This podcast is brought to you by We Are Sacramento and The Loft